Welcome to the Dad's Nerdy Ambitions Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Pugh, and I'm joined by the wonderful, the impeccable Kevin Bobbins. I request more adjectives next time, but hi, thank you. <laughs> and the guy that you guys don't actually get to see, well, we have some pictures of you, but you, we've ever actually had you on the podcast to talk. Uh, our good friend, our hype man, Thomas. Thomas, welcome to the show for the first time. I'm that forgettable. You forgot about me. With the when fable. were you on the show? The Fable recording. He's hopped in a couple Oh my times. God, you were on for the Fable recording. Yeah, we did talk to you a little bit. And I'm I, never in the photos because I'm always the one taking them. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. <laughs> oh, shoot. I'm sorry, dude. Slaving away for this podcast. I, I know, forgot right? about. I, you know what? I'm so used to saying this is our hype guy. This is the guy that we never have on the show. And, and okay, technicality. Yeah, like, you can never be on again. Yeah. It throws off what Steve says. That's, no, it's going to be true. my first time next time. Yeah. Well, like, this is the first time you've actually been on for a full-blown episode. You were on for a bit in the Fable one. You weren't on for the whole thing. So this one you're going to be on. So this is, so yes, technicality, yes, you've been on this show before, but you've never done a full episode, so this is your first episode. Sure, why not? All right, let's go with that. Cool. Um, So... For those of you who don't know Thomas, uh, Thomas has been a longtime listener and a longtime supporter of the podcast. Since day one. Since day one, which is very much appreciated. And yeah, yeah, no. He, it's because you started it during our D&D campaign that we were playing together. That's that's true. And I was playing a Dragonborn fighter? Bro? It was either... A ranger, ranger or bard? I ranger. Can't remember. It was a ranger, but I kept playing him as a bard, and I was like, "Man, I want to change him up. I want him to be a bard." And so then I was, I was the dragonborn paladin. Yes, yes, you were. And we had the uh, we made friends with the the adolescent white dragon in that one. That was a good game. A good I ended blast. up killing that dragon. I felt bad afterwards. Oh, it was horrible timing. It was so sad. Um, but you've been with the podcast for like the beginning, which is awesome. And then you became part of it you're the hype guy you are helping out with the charity he is painting uh miniatures for me we're not going to say what they are because i don't want to spoil it for uh the charity uh that we are going to be doing on uh the 23rd which is very exciting and you know that it's going to be a blast of a time of D. And My sister got a booth there. The your, oh thing. yeah, 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 yeah. Tell us about that. How that ended up happening? She's. Uh, I saw a link. They're looking for vendors. I sent her the picture, and then the next day she's like, "Yeah, I got a booth." I love. She needs to make that cake again for your. You did for your birthday. Yes. That was amazing. The those of you who did, if you haven't looked at the pictures, this was gosh, Kev. When was your birthday? Back in uh, June twelfth. Okay, you had this amazing mimic cake that your sister. That made. actually, that was it. My sister in law made the cake. My sister makes cookies and cake rolls and pastries. She's a baker. Oh. She has a little business, but my sister-in-law made that cake, the Mimic, which was, okay. it was a bit much. It was a little too good. No, there's that, that's, that's not true. I it mean, was it was a natural 20. It. it was a nat 20 on well, the was a surprise party. I wasn't expecting a bunch of people to show up and play D&D. That was a great time. Oh, Did we discuss? I got killed. <laughs> you got eaten by Tiamat. Uh, man, that. <laughs> I don't know if we talked about that when in our last episode, Kev, that we did your birthday party back in June. 
my wife uh, coordinated with Steve here and mm -hmm. threw me a surprise party. I wanted to do a virtual reality escape room. And I was actually disappointed that we weren't doing that. We'd have a picnic. I'd have people over. I'm like, ah, everyone leave by nine. I want to go to bed. <laughs> and then these guys show up. Steve, Thomas, Ken, Alex came over and we played. We've been planning a level 21 shot. And I was completely caught off guard. And it was for my birthday. Yeah. The second Steve had that idea, it was for my birthday the whole time. For months, I was making up characters. And Ken, I yeah, think, like made one right been, before we started. We were planning this for at least two to three months. Like, Sandra reached out to me. She said, hey, we want to do something with the birthday, you know, for Kevin's birthday. Do you want to, would you like to run a D&D game? And I was like, oh, my God, I would love to run a D&D game. She's like, we got to keep it a surprise. I'm like, okay, how do I have him build a character for a D&D game? without him knowing about it and yeah we we'd always and, and, and you know what honestly i owe this to ken more than anybody else because ken came up to me we were like getting ready to start doing our jobs and everything he's like yeah can we have her play like a level 20 game and i'm like oh my god yes we can let's play a level 20 game for kevin's birthday like why not and yeah the, the planning i was like all right how the heck do i get kevin to make a character so like I talked to the other guys and I was like, hey, let's all let's for a one shot later on down the line. Let's play a level 20 game sometime when we're bored. Right. And you're right. <laughs> I don't know how you didn't fall for it. Like I might be or, the most oblivious <laughs> person in the world. But he was also like every week, like, hey, are we playing this game? Are we playing this yeah. game? Yeah. And then we did it. And then we came to your house. And you were in like your pajamas. And everything. I had my you're Peppa like, Pig uh, sweatpants on. Yep. Hell, we even got you to make a character for your miniature, uh, miniature for your character. We did. We got you to do everything. It was I awesome. I window so I love them. Oh, that's awesome. That was such a great time. Um, but well, we didn't come here to talk about D and D tonight. We came here to talk didn't about we, a game. <laughs> Hold on, I was getting there. We came to talk about a game that is based on D&D. We came to talk about Baldur's Gate 3. Uh which which is kind of interesting here because I don't think I've ever actually done an episode on a video game before. We've done episodes on video games to movies. We've talked about uh, you know, we had Sandy Peterson on. We talked about, you know, Cthulhu Wars. We've talked about board games and other types of games. But I don't think we've ever actually talked about a video game. I'm scrolling back through all the episodes. Yeah, right like, now, please. Like, I, I don't, I was going to say, Thomas, you've, you've been here forever. Do you remember? I don't think um, we ever actually did. I think the closest you might say was like, talking about like Blood Bowl, just because there's the oh, game yeah, with yeah, it yeah, too. Yeah. But yeah. that was still more the in-person stuff than the actual yeah. video game. But, but this game has encapsulated all of us. It, it has it enraptured our lives. It is just become life for us. I, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Given the choice between my kids and Baldur's Gate 3, Baldur's Gate 3 will win every single time, I think. Um, Kev, what do you think? <laughs> I just got my wife and kid a Switch, and they're screaming about Mario Kart in the background. <laughs> So that's the only game on my mind right now. Mario Kart? Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, man. Uh, th there's, I can't even tell you how many hours I've put into this game now. It's it's over 115. You guys are constantly on. I haven't played it that much for some reason. 
I'm at, I, a at first I was terrible with the control. I'm still bad with the camera. It's just a different control. Bad game with the for cleric. Me. <laughs> I'm bad in general. I'm a bad cleric. I'm at 159.6 hours. I, that's it's it's disgusting how much time we put into this game. And I haven't but beaten it, the game because I keep making new characters and doing stupid crap. I've made five or six characters. Yeah. So it, 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 this this talks about like I, I'm I'm working on one singular character right now. I have a couple others I play with you guys, um, but this game has done stuff that hasn't been done in a long time, and it's the closest game I can see to actually playing D and D, and it's fun. I, I I love everything about it. Uh, the company that made it, Larian Studios, uh, they're not a hugely i don't want to say they're a hugely known name i mean like when you think known huge no name game company do you think ea you think bethesda you think bungie you think uh nintendo uh activision and then there's this this for the most part privately owned company called larian studios and they've done i think a grand total of like six different games one or two of them were crowdfunded. Divinity, I know, uh, Divinity Original Sin was crowdfunded. And then they did Original Sin 2. And then Boulder's Gate, which they've been working on for six years. And back when I started the podcast back in 2020, I ended up investing as a, a beta tester and i i dabbled at it tom did you do beta testing for it no because honestly i was so excited for the game i didn't want to spoil anything like me and my brother who were big on doing early access mm-hmm. neither one of us wanted to because we knew it was getting closer to actually getting released and we didn't want to spoil anything mm-hmm. but i was okay. tempted for i was tempted but i just i wanted to save like that thrill of it till release <clears throat> Yeah, I, I can totally get behind that. Um, I dabbled here and there when they were like, hey, huge update, like, check this out. And I would build the character and then try it out a little bit. And then I'd get off because I, I same thing that happened with me. I didn't want to ruin this game for me. Um, but they changed up stuff in it. So, like, when you, you know, pseudo spoilers here, uh, you, for those of you who haven't played it yet or, or waiting to get it on uh, PS5 or Xbox. Uh, the game lets you build your character, which you'll spend ungodly amount of time doing. And then you get to build... Uh, what, are the, what do they call the next character? Is it the hero or... You get to build a secondary character. Now, when you were oh, playing the, the beta... Yeah, your guardian. When you're playing the original, when you're playing in beta... It was called your love interests. Uh, yeah, so it was. Oh, that I picked me a giant time. orc man for mine. Your love <laughs> I haven't gotten I, I can to see that point yet. You doing that? Uh, very fitting. Yeah, yeah no, 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 no. Yeah, totally. I was ill informed. <laughs> and then, like the there was a lot more to the nautiloid uh, in the the beta testing. You did a lot more stuff, so you learned how to jump. Uh, you got to explore a lot more and combat uh, uh thralls and stuff like that and not so much in there the was game a itself. tutorial it, yeah i need that so bad 
You have the tutorial. You had the tutorial in the regular game. Thomas, defend me here. No, it, it really throws you, me into the fire. You actually, you can walk it. in the fire. We walked. Well, yeah, that part is just part of the game, but we walked you through it, and you still. It was Kevin's bad. terrible at games, guys. Like I'm what? a bad gamer. I, I will. I will give Kevin good. I will give Kevin credit. He has never yeah. killed me in the game, unlike a certain somebody. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Critical no, Steve. Told, yeah, 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 yeah. No, Critical Steve thing. is a thing. Is a is a is a is a new catchphrase amongst my. I call you friends, but you. Yeah, all right. I'll guess. Frenemies. We'll call you friends. Frenemies. Yes, I like that. It's a lot better. My Cannon frenemies and my my co-hosts. Uh, you guys. I, I I accidentally. And I, yeah. Oh, okay. Nice word choice there, pal. I moved in it front of you, killed accident. the enemy, and then you somehow all of a sudden I needed the spider. Okay, I, I, I'm trying me. not to. I'm trying not to uh, leave spoilers here, but okay, there's a spider, and I yeeted the spider off of the cliff edge. And <laughs> what was your character? What were you? A, I was uh, barbarian. I was the tank. <laughs> so you're doing the barbarian things, and I thunderclap. I did thunderclap. Um, so, all right, let's talk about this so since we're talking about fun moments here. Uh, starting with Kevin, since you have the the most minimal amount of experience with this game, what is it about this game? What attracted you to this game? And what is it that you are the most fond about with this game? When I first got this game, it was pre-release, not beta, but pre. And mm. I just, I was craving D&D so bad. Like I needed it like drugs. And you said, hey, there's this game. It's just like D&D. And I got it. And I, could, I couldn't I could even get out of the Nautiloid. I was so bad at it. I'm like, oh, this game's really hard. I'll just go play regular D&D somewhere. Nice. Like that's that's what brought me in. Because it is. It has similar rules and abilities and stats. And it, it is D&D. Mm. It's uh, probably more, more tactical. Oh, yeah, you better be sorry. More tactical. <laughs> like... uh you know, in theater of mind, you go, yeah, okay, you can hit that guy. He's 30 feet away, 35 feet away. You're close enough. But here, you need line of sight. You've got to get within a certain distance. You can shoot a rock next to him by accident instead. So there, there's a lot more to this game if you like that more strategic combat aspect of it. Okay. Can I ask Thomas now? Are we good? No. Yeah, I'm ready. Go ahead. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Just don't want to get yelled at again on my podcast. <laughs> Thomas. No comment. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I actually, I thought this was me and Kevin's podcast now. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. So- honestly, the D and D aspect of it, I just, I'm a huge fan of those those uh RPGs in general. Like, and after the crappy launch that was Diablo, like this game definitely scratches that itch of like top scrolling game, looting, fun, mayhem with friends. Hmm. Mm-hmm. now kind of going back uh, i'm going to go back to kevin what you were saying talking about like you were craving D. uh now that you guys have played this game and you've gotten to because in the game you get to see spells for what they really look like you get to do things you that you normally don't do in games but you can do in this one and are very similar to D. do you has this change your perspective of D, like how you want to play a D game now no it's kind of like watching the movie where mm. someone does a spell like, oh i recognize that that was misty step and seeing how it works it's cool how they animated it mm. but i still prefer 
playing D and D in person, the actual game. Okay, so, so let me put it this way: like in one of the situations, in some of the situations, you can grab barrels of alcohol or oil. You're or... literally stealing my example. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry, Thomas. Go ahead. Well, I yeah. was going to say, yeah, there's barrels of oil that you can take. And <laughs> no, but you, you use the grease spell a lot. You use Thunderclap. You send Thomas off a cliff. That is a hilarious <laughs> thing that will happen in a real D&D game. And it, it gets that. It gets that right, which is amazing that they did that. I have never used the grease spell. I'm going to be absolutely honest. Never found it practical. Every character I have from now on will have it. it but the, so that's the thing. You've changed. You did change. All right, Thomas, now that I proved him a hypocrite, go ahead. <laughs> Honestly, just especially like my bar barbarian, because that's always been one of my favorite, always been the tanky class. Mm -hmm. I'll be picking up a lot more things and throwing them, be it people, potions, <laughs> objects. Yes! I'm throwing a lot more people. I'm I'm changing stuff about how I DM. Like there was things in there. Like I've seen loopholes where people are like, oh, I'm dipping. Like, now there's certain things I won't take. Like the dipping your sword in a candle, I I can't justify you lighting your. It's if fantasy. you're like, oh, right, I take some oil and put it on my sword, and then I dip it in a candle. All right, all right fine, but just like straight up candle, and I, and I understand there are certain aspects about D and D that you can't put into a game, and so they had to alter stuff. Um, so you don't really get to see the rolls for attacks, but. And it, the the nat, the critical hits and the critical failures, the nat twenties and nat ones, they they put those into skill checks, which is not typical in a, a, a the general basis for D and D games. But you know, rule of cool when it comes to whoever's DMing. So, Larian Studios is the DM. They're telling the story. We're players that are helping with the story. And they say nat twenties and nat ones and skill checks is our critical sex, successes and failures. I don't have a problem with it, but the whole throwing stuff. I want to see more people throw crap at my monsters now, uh, Actually, which you know, opens a point. Uh, yeah. New players, like my wife, you know, she's kind of getting into the game. Yeah, and we play a game, and I, I'll you know, I'll DM a little scene for, her and like, uh, all right, what do you want to do? And she's like, what can I do? I'm like, anything. But without having experienced it, you don't know. I can pick up this chair and throw it. I can open this door. I can punch something in the face. This gives you tangible things you can click on and options you can do with them to expand your imagination to translate to the game. So, okay, I can dip my sword in this oil and let it on fire and I have a flaming sword. You would never have considered that probably just playing it as a new player. So this now, is a great job of opening that for new people. I was going to say, if somebody says, hey, I want to play D&D, do you say, all right, come play D&D? Or would you say, go play Baldur's Gate? Come play D&D. Okay. Still come to play D and D, absolutely. But this is a great training source and a, a source of entertainment when you want to play D and D by yourself. A, a different medium. If you mm -hmm. can't get a group together, if it is very Dragon Age esque mm -hmm. to me, uh, micromanagement kind of with moving gear around between characters. You can command a whole team and you get a camp and everything. And so it's, I think, more of it like a uh, like an RPG than a TTRPG. Mm. But yeah, still it. It's a great cousin to the tabletop role-playing game that is Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. Now, Thomas, you brought up a, a, an interesting point, too. You brought up Diablo, mm -hmm. uh, which I, I don't want to say I'm a huge fan of. I, I, I did enjoy it a little bit, but I think, honestly, 
I leaned more towards, I, again, it's Baldur's Gate, but it's Dark Alliance, which was on uh, PS2, I think, at the time. Baldur's Gate. Yeah, Dark it was Alliance definitely was, on yeah. PS2. Oh. Yeah, Dark Probably Alliance and Dark Alliance 2. But... Yeah. But I leaned more towards those, which weren't made by Larian Studios, by the way. Um, they, which it, it was all the same concept. Diablo definitely, Blizzard in general, has a really negative reputation right now. Uh, not counting all the controversies with sexual misconduct and it's only uh, gotten worse. Yeah, it's in the the microtransactions and I, honestly, I. The, the the bugs and issues that are all the issues that Diablo 4 is having. Now, if you enjoy Diablo 4, hey, I'm happy for you. Please, please, please enjoy your game if it makes you happy. It's not a game for me personally. I own it, but the grind and the bugs, it, it, there's a lot of issues. And honestly, I, I wouldn't have a problem with the grind if it wasn't for all the microtransactions like that. Too. It's getting so ridiculous where the old analogy of like back in the day was you got your large pizza with all your toppings and then you might have ordered an extra pizza. Nowadays, it's you get a large pizza crust and then you have to pay for sauce, pay for pepperoni, pay for cheese. Like it's a perfect that uh, way to look at it right now. Yeah, all so these it's games a great are analogy. Out. Yeah, all these games are coming out with half finished, not ready. And then, oh, yeah, buy the season pass so you can start this right away. Even a uh, Starfield, which quite literally comes out tomorrow, so the I've beta been playing one, it a little bit. Yeah, if you pre-ordered it, but they have, they've already said, "Hey, we have DLC that you can pay for now." So they're already telling you the game is not complete, and there's already been tons of bugs. Now, and and here's another thing: I, I I've got to give Larian Studios huge props about this. Seriously, like they do have bugs. But they spent six years building this game. They spent six years testing it as much as they possibly could, listening to the players, finding out physics and schematics, doing the research. Uh, the 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 they already uh, dropped the, two big patches. Yeah, they, it, but they, and, and but the, the issues that they had minimal comparatively and. Oh, agreed. And they listen to their audience. Like, that's the thing is that the patching, very much so like people complain like, hey, this is not working. Like they're fixing it right away. Like they're definitely probably the most pro consumer I've seen a gaming company in a long time. Well, well the the owner and the, uh, of Larian Studios, I wish I knew his name right now. I, I apologize. I can't think of his name. Uh, he is a hardcore D&D player. So hardcore of a D&D player. This is actually a little Easter egg here for you. So when you launch the game and when it goes down to the caves and everything, right? Oh, I found his name. Okay, what is it? Sven Vicky. Vinky. Okay. Weird. <laughs> I'm not going to slaughter his name, so we're going to call him Sven. Sven here. To... Sven is actually the guy holding the torch going down the stairs in the Boulder's Gate game. At the beginning, at the the, the scene, that oh, could really? be anybody. No, he, he confirmed it's him. And like he, uh, when he brought uh the Dungeons and Dragons crew, Wizards crew to come check out his studios and actually look at everything, he was wearing the armor that his character wears in the game. They based that character straight up off of him. Um, his <laughs> the, the the your your generic name for your character Tav, um is short for Gustav, which is the name of his dog. 
So he put that little, uh, you know, TLC Easter egg in it too. But he 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 hired great people. He hired these phenomenal casts of uh, voice actors. Even got uh, Matt Mercer to do um, Minx in the game. Uh, and then uh, I, I wish I knew her name. The the, the lovely lady who does uh, Lesiel. Oh, she's amazing. Uh, the the crew that they all did mocap for this, for this game. The, the thing you usually, I, I, there are some games that do it, and then there are some games that don't. But it's, I will say, typically it's more for movies mocap. They put that in there, and you can see the organics of it. You can feel it. the The characters look like the voice actors. They definitely have that feel, and even after the game has come out they are still trying to promote it and they're interacting with their audience they're interacting with nerd culture i I really have nothing but good things to say about everybody that has been associated with this game and i have nothing but good things to say about this game and considering it's only on pc right now it's not on ps ps5 yet is it i think it comes out either just now or within the next few days like i thought it was like the first week of september okay so we'll say at the time of this recording it's not that it's not out in ps5 and it has been announced they are going to xbox probably november december time frame and the game has already sold over 5 million copies i'm probably going to buy it on my xbox i have no doubt about it just so I can play it on there too. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know what else to say about like, I just, it's just a, it's a, a, a great quality game in my mind. Um, look, so let's kind of talk about your, your characters and everything. What was a, the character you decided to go with your first character, Kev? Obviously cleric. The worst thing you ever play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, it's my favorite class. Is it? It really is. You always play one. I know. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like, actually, I feel like they're more useful in a, a regular game than in a video game. Okay. Playing one for some reason. I was going to ask you, has it has it changed how you want to play characters? Do you did, did it be like, oh man, you know what? I want to be a paladin. I want to be a barbarian. I want to be a bard. No, I, I get more. cravings to play different characters if uh-huh. I've played playing for one for a while. Uh-huh. But this game hasn't changed how I want to play a character interesting what about you thomas um honestly like i love my barbarians and my paladins and i've made one of each so mm. far and I, I do enjoy them like it like i said the throwing mechanics definitely caught my eye and i've honestly been playing a little bit like messing around with casters which is something i never like playing because i've always been a any game i played wow anything i've always been like a frontline melee tank kind of character i've never played the uh squishy if i sneeze or step on a d4 i'm dying characters (laughs) i i will say this i freaking love warlocks i absolutely love eldritch blast in this game listen it is i think the dice are stacked in this game because you hit way more often in Baldur's gate than you do in real life I feel like clerics also miss a lot more in this game. They yeah, say the well. sacred, sacred flame is useless. Sacred flame is absolutely useless. Or maybe it's a it's it's the what what 
uh, circle did you go? No, circles druids. Uh, what is clerics? They, they give you. They try to put you off as trickery to start oh, with. Yeah. So maybe because uh, Shadowheart is a. I changed her to light, and she does better with Sacred Flame. In my game, it's just a deck save. I know, but, but maybe I, maybe I did um, something different. I don't. Um. Yeah, no, I, I will say I, and here, here's another thing as a DM, uh, Agonizing Blast and uh, the Repulsion one where it pushes them back X amount of feet. I've never taken that. You need to put more ledges in games. <laughs> I need to just, well, I'm just saying pushing a, 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 a mo- you know, a, a, a model away 15 feet, that's significant, especially as like something as soft and fleshy as like a a, a spellcaster so it, it it helps me prospectively and, and to help my imagination on, on how i want to do D games and yes i will add a lot more cliffs so you guys can push kevin off the side of them thank you no the yeah. worst part is we're not going to try to do that it's going to happen <laughs> that's the worst part i guess grease on myself and just fall off oh my god like <laughs> Grease, I've never used that spell. I've never ever used it. Ever. And I'm like, wow, Grease is such a Grease spell. Everything can be set on fire. <laughs> I was like, so it it, it definitely changes. It, it, it's it's definitely improving my uh my my concept of this. Um we've all spent countless hours building our characters in these games. Is there, uh, and, and, you know, you got to build your, your, your guardian. And then there's the NPCs that go along with you. Um, who is your favorite NPC and why is it Carlac? Honestly, I love shadow heart. Dude, she's, I, I love shadow heart too, but Carlac is awesome. Carlac is just like, your golden retriever amazing sweetness um honestly my favorite camp companion though is the animals the uh, shocker it would be thomas shocker i oh the guy who has a million retainers and vampires says that yeah 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 the 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 ranger who has animal companions (laughs) are you sensing a theme (laughs) We love Thomas, but Thomas is very one-dimensional. He likes, and it's not a bad thing. Like, I'm not making fun of you, but I'm making fun of you. You love your animals, and you love a position. I, I want to say a position of authority, but martial law. You, you, it's the your character in Vampire's career just, bleeding through. <laughs> it is. Like, Tom, you know you, 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 we know you work at a correctional facility. You don't have to do one in game. Like, I, I love your job. Good for you. Kudos. Love your job. But, you know, be a warlock every once in a while. I'm, I'm going to play a shopkeeper <laughs> as my next character. Honestly, I only, I only played the law, like that Marshall character for literally aliens. You, hey, look your character's name is Shield. Because he's the, pro- he's the protector of his clan. There's a whole backstory to it. Okay, you're either Ash Ketchum, <laughs> freaking Vin Diesel, or you're RoboCop. You're it's funny you're you mentioned Vin of- Diesel because in the in our vampire chat, I literally sent the meme of Vin Diesel saying "family" today, talking That's- about it. 
so it's actually funny you did say that <sighs> i love it i love it. it and that's it's it's all good i i i, I make jokes but like it's it's all good but you um say, yes you say that but like i'm the loyal family guy but who's the one who betrayed everybody else and aliens oh yeah no hands <laughs> down kevin screwed up you? hardcore excuse me uh <laughs> i'm just trying to fly the ship pal trying um, being the key word hang on hang, betray excuse me mister i'm just following orders let me paralyze you put you on this gurney and send you off to your doom for a gun and armor so Seems getting like off, a good deal to me it's getting off the subject of larian studios and Baldur's gate and kind of like closing this up um how does it feel playing a game with sam our adorable storyteller from vampires who's been on the show a few times as a player instead of the npc storyteller oh he's amazing as a player it makes me feel like i've never spoken before in my life <laughs> when he he comes up with something sciency out of his butt and it just sounds like he wrote the movie that this is based on he's he's such a great player to have and we will be inviting him on the show to actually do uh so i know kevin we talked about some of the stuff we were going to do recorded DD sessions again uh mm -hmm. sam is definitely going to be one of the characters on there as well as amazing oh right it's going to be amazing um and as well as we're going to bring uh tina on board uh not the owner of fable uh everybody's favorite former warlock slash what is her character now pippin what is he she's a pippin's a cleric actually a cleric pippin a cleric oh that's yeah. right yes why wouldn't pippin be a bard but he's not he's a cleric honestly she presented him as a bard so i was totally thrown off <laughs> so she is on board to do it as well and she's an amazing player too uh i'm very much looking forward to do some doing some stuff with them um and i would love to get uh nick's and all my friends over in the UK to come back on the show uh -huh. too. Multiple and do it again. British people. Oh my God, right? It would be so great. It would just yeah. be like a traduction of like culture. culture. You're right. <laughs> Maybe I'll play another Ranger. Oh my gosh, shocker. <laughs> oh. Do a Paladin no, Ranger. He'll, 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 play, he'll play a Ranger whose name is Marshall. <laughs> no, a name Barbarian. There's only one Taco the Warlock. Oh my gosh, yes. Taco. Oh, I gotta bring him back somehow. Oh, he's a warlock too. No, he's a barbarian. He's a barbarian. Taco the warlock is a barbarian. I made the character. I should know what he is. I was um, say even I knew that. Yeah, I know. But Sam is a great person to have. It's been an absolute blast. Um, at the time of this recording, it's been 90 freaking degrees outside. Uh, it's going to be 92 tomorrow, 94 on Thursday, and it's September. Uh, this freaking sucks. Uh, yeah, we're playing inside next game. Or this keeps up. The mosquitoes? I got Dude, that was alive. the worst. God, that was so bad. Well, we also had gotten a lot of rain. The weather has been like absolutely insane the last like month. It's Connecticut. What do you expect? Oh, my kids have early dismissal the next two days because of the heat. Do they really? I, I gotta find yeah. out if, if Ethan does. You should figure that out. You know, he's old enough to where I could just, like, you know, leave a bowl of water and some kibbles and bits outside. He'll be fine. Like the gerbil water feeder? Yeah. <laughs> no, he'd probably choke on it. He'd I would say, I don't know if he'd be able to use it. No. <laughs> that kid. 
I love him so, but God, sometimes. I don't know. I think there's something that happens to kids during puberty where they're just like, the blood is definitely going to other places. It's like his brain cells sometimes. Uh, my God, that kid. I love him. Um. All right. So let's kind of wrapping this up. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts? Um, any recommend like just final thoughts in general? I guess. Ethan, go to bed. Um, try That's out true. Baldur's Gate. Come to our D and D's at Kinsman and Fable. That's true. Oh yeah, we just did that. Yeah, we had we, a, we did the thing. Yeah, we did. I just had a do bridge. The they knocked the guy off the bridge. I'm ex- expanding my uh, DM horizons already. So uh, this was how many games of D and D has this been for you? As a DM, uh, this is like your fifth, four, five, maybe. maybe. So your fifth game of D and D. How how, how do you feel you're 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 progressing as a DM? I felt it went well. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, it's all bullcrap and making things up on the spot. I still had. A, you're not supposed to tell these secrets. Everyone, it's all. It doesn't matter what you do. We just. It's just <laughs> nothing matters. Um, we had Corbin. Corbin came. Corbin Kine came and played with us. He played at uh, Mike Pelletier's table. Uh, who is another gentleman that has been on the show multiple times. Um, we had a bunch of our vampire crew there this time. The last couple of times we've had a few of the vampire crew. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm glad you're 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 progressing as a DM. I, I I'm glad to see that you're discovering the super dark secrets of DMing. Um, it's all lies. Yes, it is. It's all lies. It's it's it's. I'd usually just write goblin or in question marks around it. Or mimic? Question mark. Definitely. It's it's not even a question mark. It just (laughs) says mimic. I hope they talk amongst themselves long enough for me to figure out how to make this work. Uh, Did you have have you found the the mimic in Boulder's Gate yet? Oh yeah. Any of the mimics? Thomas, I haven't played nearly enough. Oh yeah. A few of them. (laughs) Things freaking suck. They got me. I was like, "Ah." thank God, I rolled high enough for my perception. They're like, you're not getting me this time. I dude, I when I found the three chests right beside each other, I was like, oh sweet loot. And it's roll for initiative. It's like, ah, it got me good. The body right in front of the wall. Yeah, I know, man. Like I dude, I fell for it so hardcore. So now I can't be like, why do my players keep falling for mimics? Uh, Speaking of mimics, Kevin, is your mimic still alive? Allegedly, it's been uh, feasting on all our bodies, so it will be a uh, something to deal with if we get out of Avernus. <laughs> it's the new, it's the new big bad. There might be issues with it later on. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I didn't uh, get because to use it yet. No, but you guys didn't feed it either. I I had been giving it a coin a day as instructed. When when did you do this? When it was did in you my do DT, this? It was in, in, his in DTAs, my DTA. Exactly. It was in his DTA. <laughs> yep. Yep. Pocket All right, let's go ahead and let's wrap this up. Uh, as always, please like, subscribe, and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are listening to us on Apple or Spotify, please remember to rate and review. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, so please like and follow us at DNA Pod or follow us on our webpage, nerddnapod.com. I'm your host, DPU, and I have been joined by the people who make this show what it is my team of amazing and pains in my asses, Thomas and Kevin the dna family thank you guys so much for being on the show you're welcome our pleasure oh thank you thomas at least one of you is like remotely nice to me 
I meant to say your pleasure, but I messed up. Oh, oh did you? Did you? There. <laughs> we'll Thank fix you. it in post. Oh, yeah? <laughs> He's just going to re uh, remove that whole thing. I'm just going to edit this all out. Thank Steve. you and good night. <laughs> Steve, you are our favorite person ever. This is totally not a robot voice. Good night. <laughs>